Hello, my fellow Brappentonians, and welcome to Brap Talk. This is a weekly motorcycle video podcast where we talk about uh, motorcycles and stuff. I am your host, Jensen Beeler of Asphalt and Rubber. Back there, that's my uh, passenger of delight, Mr. Shaheen Alvandi! It's you, the Goldwing episode. It's the Goldwing episode. We're finally doing it. Finally. Well, technically, we've already done it, Shaheen. Fair enough. We did it. <laughs> Some of you who follow us on Instagram will notice we're wearing different gear than yesterday because wardrobe change. You know what? The, the, the whole thing is uh, progress, not perfection. And uh, we did an entire hour long episode yesterday, got home, and realized that we didn't record the sound. No yeah, voice. I'm not saying that uh, someone forgot to turn on the uh, audio recorder, but. Um we're not naming any names here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but that definitely happened. Yeah, yeah. So we, have, so. so we have four camera angles, forward facing from the bike, backward facing from the mirror, facing this pretty face. Hey. Backward facing from Jensen's back to me in a very cuddly spot. You're probably going to get a lot of, hey, how you doing? I'm going to make you a, a deal you can't refuse. And then also there's one on my helmet looking around, so hopefully you get my point of view. Shaheen Cam! Shaheen Cam! Shaheen Cam! So, uh, without further delay, everything's on? Your recorder's recording? Uh, yes. Nice. Hopefully. No, is, it, is, it, is it counting down? Yeah. Let's do it. Nice. We're good at it. It'll be fine. Nice. We got this. Let's do Today, this thing, Shaheen. Today, going to pick this thing up, so we're going to do our best to... Do this thing. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna use one of the Honda Goldwing's features, which is the uh, electric reverse assist. I wish I had a beeper. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, it's not on yet. There we go. Uh, beep, beep. Oh, oh, oh diggity damn! That's amazing. You, you nosed this thing into a parking spot with me sitting on. I was like, man, you're a brave soul. And then we were both like, aha, nothing to worry about. This thing has electric reverse. Gotta hit the little button here. Hit the little button here. There we go. Button's pressed. Button's pressed. Visor's oh. down. Visor's down. Thank you to uh, Araya Americas for hooking us up with these uh, sweet three-quarter helmets. Yeah, we should we should talk about who's helped us out here. So Araya's given us some helmets. Anybody else? Uh, well, American Honda gave us a Goldwing for What's far up, American too Honda? long. Uh, it's been at least 11 months in the garage. I'm actually sad to see it go. It's like part of the family right now. Um, Senna's helping us out with the uh, with our the old intercom system. Yeah, oh, yep. oh, children. We've got two uh, future motorcyclists right here. Yep. Don't run them over. You want them to like motorcycles. Always wave to kids. Hi. The boy looked a little confused. So I'm we are we are here at Reed College. It is uh, beautiful. Look at the look at the flowers. This is. This is yeah. Portland, y'all, in in uh, spring. Gorgeous. This is a beautiful campus. If you've never been to Portland, you should take a stroll around Reed College. Uh, it's where uh, Steve Jobs dropped out to uh, go start <laughs> Apple Computers. That's his claim to fame. I like that Portland has a couple of different places uh, that we, have weird claims to fame. What are we doing here, buddy? What's going on? <laughs> What you, well, uh, one of the claims of fame for Portland is its drivers not okay, really just, wanting to... We're just going to go around you because you're, you're just kind of in your own little world. <laughs> you're that guy. You're that guy. It's, it's early morning. People haven't woken up just yet. Um, I got to tell you, super comfortable back here so far. I know it's only been about 30 seconds, but uh, I got my um, 
seat warmer on to level three. It has Ooh. five levels, I saw. Ooh. And uh, I'm, I'm cozy back here, man. I'm wearing my, my new Icon Raiden gear, head to toe. Uh, very dapper, very fancy. Very, very, very fancy. It's very anti what people think of Icon because it's usually like super gaudy and like lots of cool graphics and blah, blah, blah. But this is like a, this is, I could see somebody in a BMW R1250GS wearing. Like it's, looks good. Yeah, there's not nearly enough like flaming heads or no. half naked wood elves or whatever it is they're into over there. I know, I, I feel like it should have a dragon fi fighting a half naked woman with a sword that's made out of roses and thorns and, you know, icon. Icon. Yeah, icon. Silly icon shit. I like icon for that. They don't take themselves that seriously. It's like, you know what? Fucking wear the gear, look kind of cool and start a conversation and stay safe. Yeah. Go ride. Okay. As long as you wear the gear, you know, I don't care. That's right. Wow, that is a tall guy. He's really tall. That's a very tall man. Um, it is uh, March 19th, 2020. We're in the middle of our social distancing exercise. Clearly, you and I are practicing this. Um, we got all the safety gear on. All the safety gear on. But honestly, that's the thing. I mean, like, go ride your motorcycle, but wear all your gear. Just don't be safe. Just don't, be safe. Yeah, don't end up in the hospital. Just fucking concentrate on wearing everything. Be extra mindful of people. People are distracted while they're driving because they're worried about a myriad, myriad things. So, um, hey, since we're getting rid of this Goldwing and Honda's been so gracious to let us borrow it for this long, let's talk about it a little. Absolutely. I love this bike. I love this bike, Shaheen. <laughs> it's such a funny I, thing to hear. A super <laughs> bike rider being like, fucking love this touring bike, man. I know, right? Like, I feel like a total sellout when I say it. Just had to turn down my heated grips because they're getting too hot, by the getting way. Little, getting a little too toasty. Getting a little too toasty. No, it, it is a weird thing to, to be like, oh, Goldwing. I, I would never ride one of those. That's that's probably pre-Jensen. Post-Jensen's like, this bike is rad. Uh, I'm still not sure if I would buy it, and I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. But overall, this thing is just a lot of fun to ride. It's got a lot of power. It's got a lot of torque. It's super smooth. Uh, it's super great for riding to I mean, look at us. Like, we... Comfy. Super comfy. Uh, the bike is just a tad over 800 pounds uh, at the curb. You okay. and I add, let's say, another 500 pounds. We're 1,300 pounds of uh, motorcycle goodness right now. Just a lot of beefy goodness. And, and she just takes it like a champion, you know? Uh, I remember doing the launch down in Austin with this bike. Uh, I had a significantly lighter passenger than you, Shaheen, no offense. <laughs> and she fell, she fell asleep on the back. She just like cozied up in like a little ball, like an hour later, like kind of woke up and was like, are we there yet? Um, I can't so say I blame her. I think, I think in a lot of ways, Honda hit the, the ball out of the park with this machine. And if you can get someone like me excited about it, um, you know, I think that bodes well. It, 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 it's not the worst track bike I've ever been on which is weird to say. <laughs> I could do with a little bit more ground clearance, but she's got some pickup where it counts. And, um, you know, it's just good for cruising on the, on the highway, super comfortable. You can put down a lot of miles. I like that the seat height's really low. I think that's gonna uh, be a big factor as the motorcycle industry tries to expand its, uh, its yeah. ranks. We're gonna have to start thinking about how high our seats are, but this has got a really low seat height. It's really approachable. She's still a bit heavy, especially with you on the back. Um, I do <laughs> I think, have to be a little I think mindful. It's me. I don't think it's the bike. I really think it's me. 
No, I, I think you just have to be a little mindful when you have that much weight, but uh, I mean, I feel very confident. I can flat foot on the ground. Uh, I have a 32 inch inseam for those that want to keep track. <laughs> um, In case you want to buy Jensen some pants, 32 yeah. inch long. But the brakes are great. You got six piston calipers, uh, two of them up front. Nice. Uh, combined braking the, with the front and the back. Let's give this guy a little toot. Let's go <laughs> here, buddy. What are you doing? Uh, another Portland favorite. Yeah. Just do not go. Just, just Subaru that. Come on. What are you doing? You, you can do it, friend. You can do it. We have faith in you. I love that. I the love horn. That. The horn is a selling point on this thing, I think. I mostly want it just because of the horn. In fact, I think I want to see if I can get a horn just like this on my Multistrada. It is a good horn. I do like it. It, it definitely lets people know that you're not super happy with them. I kind of tooted it in a fun way, but you can you can blare it and I think it wakes people up. <laughs> It'd be awesome if they had like multi-level. <laughs> I think there should be. I think there should be like, uh, hey buddy, what are you doing? And then like, uh, hey, fuck you, buddy. Hey, go straight yeah. from what are you doing to fuck you. Yeah. Uh, as a famous uh, classic song once says, move bitch, get out the way. Uh, I do like me uh, some uh, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Pretty sure it was a move bitch, get out the way. Oh, move bitch, get gotta, out the way. You gotta be careful, Shaheen. The, the YouTube copyright machine will probably tag us for some sort of infringement. That's a, that's a, that's a Shaheen Alvandi original right there. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and copyright it myself. You have to pay me to put it on. And then I'll share the money by buying you tacos. See how it works? Just the cycle going. I, I am definitely a pro taco person. So I love it. tacos. I love tacos. Um, so meanwhile, Goldwing. <laughs> so <laughs> this is how we go into our rabbit holes. We have massive ADD. Well, um, you know, it's so early in the morning. I'm a little hungry. I could go. I could have gone for a little breakfast. So breakfast tacos sound really good right now. Maybe that's how we finish this. A little breakfast Ooh. taco action. Ooh, I like it. Go wing breakfast taco edition. Um, I gotta tell you, as a passenger, it's unbelievable. I mean, I am probably on the larger side of there. Am I though? Am I on the larger side of passengers for Go Wing demographics? I don't know. Uh, I think you're right in the wheelhouse, sir. I think I am. So that being said, good job designing this seat for a six foot one, 246 pound Iranian man. Comfortable, super comfortable. My, I mean, like everything about this, I could literally sit back here for as long as you want to keep riding. Maybe we'll just take this thing back to Honda. I originally that was kind of the plan, and I think I think they kind of got tired of me saying that, and they're like, no, 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 <laughs> we're definitely just gonna come pick it up. <laughs> we we've heard this before. We, we don't want to hear it again. <laughs> I, uh, I, I promise. Uh, we'll wait for that car. Uh, Things I am not super stoked about. I, I do like the wind protection. I, I think it's good, but it's not great. I'm, I have a very long torso. So, so are you getting buffeting of the top side or what? It's not too bad. I wouldn't mind having just a couple more inches on the windscreen just because the edge of the windscreen is right in my sight line when it's all the way up. Uh, I usually ride with the windscreen all the way down for that reason. Yeah. I just have it up today for a little bit more uh, do, do they have a short windscreen option like you get on the on the standard Goldwing? Yeah, it's called a sozzle. You just oh. you just take a little a couple inches off the top. Nice, nice. Yeah. Maybe draw a line first so it's somewhat even. If you want, um, you just know, just go willy nilly, just cut the fucking thing off. Just depends how you roll, really. This is an asymmetric windshield. Uh, it's a very new thing. Twenty twenty guys, come on, get with it. Uh, I do wish there was a little bit more wind protection on the hands. That is the only spot I've really noticed while touring that seems to be exposed and gets cold over time. Yeah, you're you kind of really, out there, aren't you? Yeah, you really only have the uh, mirrors playing a, a wind protection role. I, I did see uh, last night that Honda's got a uh, 
bunch of wind deflectors. Let's get on the binders here. How's that oh, feel yeah. for you, Shane? Those things stop, man. I mean, I was like, I got it really cozy with you. You're probably seeing it on the camera. I'm like, yo, oh, oh, hey there. Yeah, um, how's it going? Yeah, they do have some options that, that throw a little bit more wind protection on the lower fairings, and maybe that makes a difference. I don't know. Um, but the 800-pound issue that I have with the Goldwing, which is probably going to keep me from buying one, and it breaks my heart because I, I, mean, I don't know if I'm really going to buy a Goldwing, let's be honest, but... What is it? Deal breaker. It's the luggage situation. Ah, uh, you know, that is definitely the 800-pound uh, elephant in the room, isn't it? You just, you just can't fit that much stuff in this bike. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that they don't have like a tiered option of like smaller, bigger, biggest or something, right? Like, like I get that they designed this bike to kind of look more svelte and a little more slimline and streamline and prettier, but what's the point of having three luggage options in the back of this thing where you can't necessarily fit? Like the side panniers are, what do you fit in those, like gloves? I honestly don't know what you're supposed to put in the side panniers because they're, they're awkwardly shaped and they're not very deep, right. so yeah, you can't really put anything in them. We uh, certainly we, can't put a helmet. Couldn't even put these three-quarter helmets in there, I don't think. No way. Um, and then the top box, it's really hard to fit two full-size helmets in there. Yeah, we tried that, didn't we, with your large, uh, I think we did like an Arai and a Shoei. We tried to do like separate, uh, I think I have a photo of that somewhere. Maybe we can interject that into this video. Uh, but they what didn't are you? You're just creating work for me. I'll just put it on the am. video. Yeah, I'll just do it in post. Just do some, do some edit work, man. It's not like yeah. you're busy, is it? I'm already editing four shots. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I'll leave. And, and two different sound bites. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> are we still recording? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, so luggage, again, I'm, I'm curious if Honda will ever, ever consider doing that because in the... Um, and when I say that, I mean like giving you options because in the adventure touring world, like just, bikes just, like just mine, Mike's uh, drive-through restaurant here, great hot dogs. Oh really? Oh yeah. It's good to know. Good to yeah. know. Delicious hot dogs. Delicious. Um, so, so in the adventure touring segment, you get options of like different sized bags. Even if it's not from the manufacturer's side, there's aftermarket brands that make everything from like small bags to soft bags to like big boxes like what I have in the back of my uh, almost like Goldwing, my um, Multistrada and I know they're not pretty but they're sort of accepted in the adventure world and so they kind of take away from the lines of the bike not that adventure bikes are that pretty to start out with but it allows for a lot more packing so I really wonder what Honda's idea was behind making these the size they are is it like well if you're if you can afford a $30,000 Goldwing you just gotta travel with your credit card and buy things as you need them. Dirty underwear, just buy a new one. Or are you just going to wear the same thing over and over again? Like, there's just not that much room. Yeah, I, you know, at the press launch, they were kind of selling us this line that the modern motorcyclist has kind of uh, gear that's more camping inspired. So it's, it's easier to pack into small spaces. It's not as big as bulky as the gear that motorcyclists of yore used to use. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, and I just like, I don't know, I don't buy it. Um, at the end of the day, like I'm sitting here I, on multiple occasions, Shaheen, I've had to change uh, what gear I was gonna wear right. because I realized I wouldn't be able to stick it uh, in the boxes of the bike when I got to my destination. That, and that's just jacket and helmet. And yeah. it usually meant that I couldn't wear a airbag jacket. You know, today I'm not wearing an airbag jacket. Oh yeah, you're not. You don't have the big um, hump on you. 
and it usually meant I couldn't wear an airbag jacket because you just couldn't fold the jacket up the way that you needed to to make it fit around the helmet because there's just no space in the top box. Oh. And neither of those items would fit in the uh, panniers. So that's a miss. Uh, I haven't quite seen what the aftermarket has for people on this yet. Um, I mean, they're not really removable, are they? It's like you're sort of stuck to, to that one um, design and fitment. I, yeah, I, I don't know how you change it around, to be honest. I don't either. Uh, I don't know what the solution is. I think the solution is going to have to come from Honda, unfortunately. And uh, so far, we haven't seen them uh, make any moves in that space. Look at this green Can you see that scooter. guy? I, I can Look barely see that. that guy. Look I at hope that the, beauty. I hope the camera can pick up that guy. He was very, very not very visible. It's very, <laughs> I like that very guy. bright. That guy like safety all the time. You can see me from, from the spaceship. You know, I'm usually a little poopy about the high-vis colors. I'm not so sure that that's like the, the thing that works, but I picked them up real quick. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. So yeah. I'm going to talk about one positive thing that I'm feeling on this bike. Okay. It's that torque. Dude, I feel like you're barely changing gears. You're just like, I don't feel that. That's amazing. I mean, that's touring mode, too. That's, that's not even in sport yet. Oh, man, I bet in sport mode it's even snappier. I mean, it just wants to yank your arms off. It's incredible. It's that, nice. uh... 1833cc flat six boxer engine of destiny. This is actually one of the cheapest uh, trim levels of the Honda Civic. But people, I, people don't I dare say that. more comfortable and more uh, well equipped. Yeah. I've got a heated seat on this thing. Um, I, I, I'm so comfortable back here. I can't even describe how comfortable it is. We got some nice little port. Oh, we got a lane closed. This will be fun. Uh, so we're working with the uh, manual gearbox, but Honda obviously is uh, very proud of its dual clutch transmission gearbox. Right. Well, that'll add up another thousand dollars to the price tag. And then if you really want to spend some coin, I think it's thirty-two thousand MSRP. Whoa. They have an airbag version of the bike as so well. <laughs> I guess is the idea that you have to hold on to the bike when you get into a wreck. Don't let you go. Know, I'm not so sure about the airbag thing. I, I mean, why not? You know? Hey. Right? <laughs> I'm all about the airbags and the jackets and, and in the suits, so why not on the bike? It does seem kind of like one of those things like the airbag would just launch you into space. I, I mean, honestly, I, I think I read somewhere because Honda came out with airbag technology on these in like 05, 06, I think. I remember. Yeah. Being in LA and seeing that and the on the shop I used to work in and we yep. were all like kind of scratching our heads, but we read the article about it. You know, the Honda gave us some stuff to study up on, and basically it said, "No, tell your riders on a low side or anything, it's safer to hold onto this bike and let the engine casing and just the all around, uh, um, I guess, the protection of the bike to like, I don't know, keep you from being banged around, but." I, I really wonder, because you and I have talked about this a hundred times, crashes are so dynamic. There's not one wreck is like the next one, ever. Yeah. And so, like, they're they're basically designing this one uh, essentially non-dynamic thing that just blows up an airbag in your face on a bike. And I can only imagine it really only works on, like, head-on collisions, not anything else. So if you, like, miss, you know, somehow get someone that pulls out in front of you, just hit him immediately, and that's pretty much it. And if that's the case, then... All right, I guess I can see that how that would work. Did yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I've seen I've seen the crash footage. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah. I wonder what they're... Ah, there's our beacon of light, I hope. Mr. Bright suit, bright bike, bright day. Yeah. I like no, it. I had to call an audible on this one. Oh, do you know, look at his license plate, Shane. What does it say? For those that can't read it, it says Frogger. 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 <laughs> and there's and a frog got in the a back. Frog on the back. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, we were going to take a completely different route until I saw this guy. Hey, yeah, I mean, and that's I am a, glad we changed it. I am too. That's, that's incredible. Awesome. Oh, oh. That is awesome. <laughs> Portland, you're so silly. Portland, you're pretty amazing. Um, you know, so interesting, you were talking about like not having uh, options of putting too much gear in this thing. Think of a day like today. I mean, when I came to your house, it was 38 degrees and it's now 46 degrees. And right. In another hour, it's going to be 55 degrees. Right. And so uh, that's that's a pretty big temperature swing. And whether you like it or not, you're going to start warming up as it gets warmer and warmer. So like, do you want to wear three layers underneath you right now? No, you want to take it off. Well, if you're traveling and you're dealing with it and you already have a luggage full of stuff, where's that shit going? Yeah, so you get, start shedding the layers, you start taking off your sleeves, you start getting your assless chaps out. Yeah, man. You know. Go from a three-quarter helmet to a half helmet, to really taking the air and the bugs and the and just the, you know, the environment around you. All right, I got a gear idea for Icon. Okay. Regular pants okay. with zip-out uh, panels to make them chaps. I think that would work. Right? Wouldn't that so. be amazing? I think that'd be amazing. I would wear the hell out of them. Oh, this person, you are the best. Gotta Love give this you. guy a thumbs up. All right. <laughs> the best. The best. He probably watches the uh, the podcast. <laughs> I hope he does. If you do, he looks like you're awesome. Know. High five. Yeah, looks like one of our people. Yeah, I think so. <sighs> Look, another Subaru. Kind of a rare sighting here in Portland, aren't they? They are. Hey. Let's go, buddy. <laughs> Another super you have to hog at. <laughs> Deja vu? I think not. It's shocking <laughs> that it's another super that we have to honk at. That's amazing. Um, so, handling pretty good. You, you wish you had a little bit more ground clearance for those uh, track days that you're going to go to when you're rolling? You know, we, we haven't been railing it so hard today. Ooh, that's a little bump there. Um, Barely felt it. <laughs> but I do think for, for what it is, it, it does have pretty good ground clearance. It handles quite well. I, I would like a little bit more front end feel. Um, I don't know if that is stiffening up the suspension or if that's a geometry thing. Right. Uh, overall, I'm very happy with what they call a double wishbone front end. It's kind of a Hossack style front end. Uh, I think it's quite good. I think it does the job quite well. It, it's not a sport bike, so I have to kind of keep that in mind. But, you know, for what it is, I'm like, wow, yeah, that is actually a pretty sporty front end. Yeah. Um, on the track, yeah, obviously I had a lot of ground clearance issues. I think I was getting like 30 degrees of lean, and that was like me hanging off of it, scraping all sorts of nonsense. <laughs> oh, these poor Bridgestone uh, <laughs> touring tires just Whoever going like, Whoever buys this bike from the dealership it's going to is going to have some great stories to make up. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, man, I was railing in the canyons. Really, Grandpa? You were? Yeah, I was showing them whippersnappers and their Honda Sukis and their... Cowabungas, how fast I can be on this thing. We have hidden a Brap Talk sticker somewhere on the inside of this motorcycle. I need it to be in the bottom, so if anyone ever does a wheelie on it, you see it. Yeah, so um, <laughs> whoever whoever buys a uh, 2018 uh, Honda Goldwing in the beautiful pearl white with roughly 3,000 miles on the clock. <laughs> 3,000 gentle little, miles. Just give her a little look-see, yeah. <laughs> One um, owner never wheelied. Never wheelied, never done a burnout on it. Um, 
who is the main competition on this bike? So you're going to be looking at probably anything from the Harley Davidson or Indian Touring lineup. Um, but the big, the big uh, competition is the BMW K1600 series. So you're looking at your ah. K1600 GT, right. GTL. Uh, now they have the B Bagger version. So. I should probably back this up at the at the start of the podcast. I mean, this is technically the Honda Goldwing Tour. Ah. The Honda Goldwing, uh, the name that we know and love, comes without the top case. That's, that's the primary difference between the two models. So that's the sporty one. That's the one that just has side bags. Uh, let's call it a bagger version. I'm not going to say sporty. <laughs> nice. That's the um, one you do your your drag day, you know, drag uh, competition, your track days. Maybe a little bit of adventure riding, put some TKC-80s on it, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, there's there's a couple of different flavors of the K1600 that line up between the Goldwing Tour and the Goldwing itself. Uh, I've spent a little bit of time on that bike, and I will say I think the Goldwing wins on this one. Really? Uh, it's significantly lighter, and not only is it uh, lighter on the scales, it feels a lot lighter. The, I find the BMW to be really top heavy and you know I was, I was kind of joking you know like you have to be kind of careful with the weight with you on the back right I don't know if we could have done this with the BMW <laughs> like, you know I'm being I'm being like a hundred percent honest like <laughs> I remember being vaguely terrified every time that bike came to a stop or if it got just past like you know five degrees of lean when I was standing still because it really was a lot of weight and I could see you know even a rider like myself who's a six foot two having a little bit of trouble right. uh, on unsure footing or if it's kind of slippery, maybe it's raining and there's some oil on the ground, like you could really get yourself in a situation where you're going to go uh, do a little Humpty Dumpty uh, action Oof. with it. Uh, I do think the BMW brings a lot to the table. Uh, I'm not trying to say that's a bad bike. Uh, I think BMW did a, did a really good job on that. But um, I think the Honda's the Goldwing. The Honda Goldwing is is the, the reference gold bike. standard. This is the this is the standard. This is the 100. This is what everything's gonna get measured against. Uh. They sell like 30,000 of these things a year in the United States. It's super popular, and and it's for a reason. Uh, and so far, I haven't ridden anything that's better. Uh, I think they did a really good job with this generation of the machine to to make it a lot lighter bring a lot more technology and a lot more features. There's like 30% fewer buttons on the damn thing now, which is, in my opinion, great. That's a lot of, uh, a lot less buttons. Now they got the dial going. Yeah, they got the dial, which is pretty useless once the bike gets moving. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be entirely honest. <laughs> is the screen uh, touchscreen? No, it's not. Oh, Which I'm is surprised. interesting. Um, it does have Apple CarPlay, which okay. is, uh, it was the first motorcycle to have Apple CarPlay, actually. Does it work well? I mean, granted, it's two years old now, so maybe the new version's been software updated. Yeah, there is an up update for the navigation right now, and I haven't installed it. And considering uh, Honda's going to come grab this bike in about an hour, uh, I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think overall the, the the infotainment system's pretty good. I don't think it's uh, a computer by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, what's this guy doing? Come on. So if they were to if they were to update the baggage situation, this would move way up on your oh, list. Oh man, of I, and, and that is the weak link. I think that's the 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 area where like a BMW or a Harley or an Indian could really kind of sneak in here. Maybe like a I was gonna say the Kawasaki Concourse, but I think that's that's more of an FJ, we'll FJR. That as well. That's Why a not? little sport sport touring. Yeah, it's it's a sport sporty. touring. This is more touring. I don't know. 
Um, but I think that's that's the weak link in the Honda Goldwing armor where another brand could kind of sneak in there and be like, oh, you want a Goldwing, huh? Well, how's uh, how's this luggage situation treating you? Yeah, I think to some listeners it might sound like, sound like we're kind of nitpicking and being overly picky about that thing, but to me it's like if you've done all this work and all this research to build the ultimate touring machine to make it super comfortable and really approachable and like easy to ride, low seat height, I mean like they've hit, they've checked every box and then they sort of forgot the luggage situation or didn't really upgrade it or make it any better, it's like, wait, the whole point of a touring bike is to go on long distance rides. I want to ride that thing from here to Florida. And like, that might mean I want to be able to pack some more. Now, maybe their answer is, well, learn to pack a little bit better. But remember, you're always dealing with the lowest common denominator. If your idea is to make the bike as easy to ride, that means you've already addressed some of the lowest common denominator issues. And so it's weird to me that they essentially were like, ah, I'm not too worried about the luggage. People will figure it out. Yeah, see, I don't think it is being nitpicky. I think on a touring motorcycle, that's mission number one. You know, you want to be able to haul the people and haul their stuff right. to wherever they're going, be comfortable while you're doing it, maybe conserve fuel, um, protect them from the elements. Like those those are the, the core elements of the terrain segment. And I feel like Honda missed like a big part of that. Right. Um, and, and like truth, like you say, like, okay, if I'm a touring buyer, I still think this is the reference bike. I think this is the 100. But man, that, that would probably be a, a showstopper for me. I really uh, wonder what the aftermarket looks like for that. I, I have to imagine we're not the first people who are saying this about the bike, so I wonder if there's someone in the aftermarket segment saying, great, this is the thing I can I can uh, kind of work on and make it better and maybe you know create a, a new uh, product that'll you know make this bike more usable in that in that specific area. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, I would probably buy the Goldwing, not the Goldwing Tour that I'm running right now. Mm -hmm. And then that way, at least I'd have the option of kind of bungee cording my junk on top of the passenger seat. Or, right. or maybe there's more aftermarket options because you don't have this top box. Because the top box is really integrated into the fairing. I don't think you're going to be swapping that puppy out without just taking all your bodywork off. Like completely. some serious hardware removal, yeah. It smells like fresh baked bread out it here. It smells so good. I think it's because the, the, what is it, the France or France? I forget the name of the bakery, the big giant. Oh, France, yeah. France, France. Yeah. France, France. They're pretty ah. close to here. Oh, yeah, you got that good, good bread smell. Mm. Mm -hmm. I am hungry, sir. Uh, I was going to say, I had to make two already hungry guys even hungrier. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. Um, a lot of people will say this bike is too much to ride around town because it's too big, but no, I, I think it. I disagree. Love it around town. Yeah. That, I've been running all my errands on it. I do like that I can kind of go to the grocery store, pick up a couple <laughs> bags of groceries, throw them in the top back. box. Uh, it is it is fairly convenient in that regard. Right. Um, they, no, I love running around town. I think uh, all my other bikes in the garage have basically been collecting dust because of this thing. Yeah, I don't even know if your Street Fighter yeah, turns you on anymore. Coming out. What do you figure? What do you doing there? Pick a lane, lady. Can't have both lanes. Gotta give <laughs> me at least one. one of them. You can only have one lane. Nice. It's just so smooth. That motor is is addictively smooth. It just pulls too. It's just it's just great. Uh, and I think truthfully, I think that's part of what makes this bike 
so much fun to ride around town because you can just kind of lug it around. It's great at low speeds. It's so smooth. Right. You don't really have to feather the clutch. Uh, on the DCT version, you don't even have to touch the clutch. It's yeah. just point and shoot. Uh, we got a nice little <laughs> Portland day going on here. Easy there. Super. So, you know, I think I'll take us down the waterfront and then we'll probably just wrap things up. What do you think about that? I like it. I like it. A little nice uh, view of Portland's uh, Willamette River. We're on the Morrison Bridge. And um, yeah, it's a little thing about me. I know all the bridges' names because my wife loves them a lot. So we make I it a point to go over bridges. I don't know really any of the bridges' names. There are 13 <laughs> I know of this them. is there the are... Morrison Bridge. <laughs> I know uh, I know the bridges by me. I know the St. John's Bridge because it's beautiful. <laughs> St. John's is beautiful. Uh, I need to do a, a bridge ride again where I go back and forth and take pictures of all the bridges. I, I really do love them a lot. I'm a big fan of making bridges to connect people. Yeah, you are you are a bridge. That's metaphorical. In the world, really. You and just connect people together. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I don't know. Pretty in love with this bike. I think it's a it, it does it does what it's supposed to do. It does have a, a couple of shortcomings, but overall, I don't I don't know if it's enough that'll dissuade people from buying it because everyone's always going to have a, a way to overlook that thing. I think I agree with you. I think I would buy the standard Goldwing. Yeah and then put my duffel bag in the back and be able to pack whatever the hell I want in it because 50 liters is a lot more than what this thing can handle, I think. I think what I would do is find one of these that's been uh, lightly crashed, maybe. Right. And then turn the back seat area into like a truck bed. Right. And then you have you have zero luggage problems once you've done that and it looks pretty freaking cool. Utility Goldwing. Utility Goldwing, absolutely. Oh, it's, like, it's like the utility kill of the motorcycle industry. I just want to see you like going to the store and buying like potting soil and putting it on that truck yeah. bed in the back of your Goldwing. Just going to the home and garden center. I mean, I've seen them already with trailers. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have a truck bed in the trailer back there. Oh my God. If you showed up to my house and did my lawn work with your Goldwing, I would be so happy. Business that, idea for whoever's listening. That, that's the future right there. <laughs> have a Honda Goldwing with a Honda lawnmower and a Honda Weed Whacker and everything Honda in the back. And just go do some lawn work. That's brilliant. You're, you're, you're not wasting so much money because a, a work truck is expensive. Fuel is expensive. Insurance is more money usually. I think I just solved some of your problems if you want to be a startup um, lawn service program. Boom. Sheen, <laughs> uh, back to your point about this bike. That for me, the test is always when you put it in the garage, do you have that itch to go ride it again? Or in this case, with like the press bikes, when the manufacturer's coming to get the bike or you have to drop it off back at the, the mothership, how do you feel about it leaving? And like, I will miss this bike. This has been uh, almost a year. I think it's been 11 months we figured it out uh, of having this in the, in the garage and like, I'm stoked to get the uh, square footage back in my garage because it does take up a lot of space. I think you're part but of I am a smart be car for two that it's uh, not in there. That, that says a lot, though. That says a lot, I think, for a motorcycle that you can look at it and, and smile at it and you want to ride it more often. And, and in the case of a journalist who has a lot of motorcycles that come and go through their, through their fleet, if this is one of those that puts a smile on your face and you're going to think about it in times to come, that's, that's I think, a huge... Uh, big check mark that any motorcycle manufacturer would want to make, I think. To well, be able it, doesn't, to... it doesn't just put a smile on my face, Shaheen. Like, one of the things I've noticed is whenever I show up somewhere on this Goldwing, people get a kick out of it. I mean, I'm smiling. Yeah. I'm, the past, I'm not even riding the damn thing. I'm just sitting yeah. back here grinning. So, it, it's a good time on two wheels. It's a, it's a couch on two wheels. It's, it's a, a Honda Civic on two wheels. But most importantly, it's a good time on two wheels. 
<laughs> well, I'll miss seeing this big white thing in your garage. I'm excited to see what comes up next. And maybe, oh, here's the oh. officer. How's it going? He's very confused. <laughs> Are they doing a podcast? <laughs> oh, man. Well, sir, I think uh, looking at the, the clock here, I think we're just about out of batteries. I think we should punch this out. A, I think but, it's a good uh, time a for good us to start wrapping it up the, uh, since our sound system uh, starting to cut in and out. It sounds like you're whispering to me, sweet nothings. <laughs> it's good too, because I think our comms are cutting out. <laughs> you still hear me back there, Shaheen? Smack me on the back if you can still hear me. Damn your technology. I oh, can't hear what Jensen's saying to me. There he is. There's my special guy. <laughs> Should I say safety third? <laughs> Just say safety third. Let's get out of this. Oh, we're going <laughs> over the bridge. Go over the bridge. Make a wish. You still there? I'm here. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, we're going to go across the uh, Ross Island Bridge here. And I think with that, Shaheen, what do we say? I can't even hear him. Hopefully, All right, guys. <laughs> Be good, right, bud. Good, good talk. Choices. I'll see you out there.